Hello friends and welcome to another episode. Um, today I am extremely excited to get this guest on. He is such a busy man. I've been trying to get him on and do something like this for two years and eventually I tagged him and I shut him down for about an hour and we had a really, really good chat. Um, today I'm joined by Adam Story. Now, Adam is the co-founder of Akala Healthcare, a very successful recruitment company, healthcare recruitment company based in the southeast of England in Suffolk. He is also a keen writer and has currently started up a blog called Unappreciated Care, where he adds value back to the industry. Massive advocate of that. He has also started up a podcast because everyone's got one now, so you might as well jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> it's a good thing, though. I love it. I think it's fantastic. He's done a lot of good stuff in the industry. He's a, a, a firefighter as well. He's gives a lot back to the community. He does a lot of charity work, so a very good guest to have on. This episode was uh, a, a dream to um, to talk about the stuff that he's been up to and the, his opinions on stuff. We talked about economy, we talked about business, how he started his business, the problems he had, the problems he still faces right now. A lot, a lot of different things. So I had a very good chat with him. It was great fun. So guys, hopefully you enjoy it. And here we go. The great and the wonderful Adam Story. Two, one, and we're live. Adam Story. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you doing? <laughs> not bad, mate. Not bad. It's a long time coming, this, isn't it? I was going to do this uh, dead chicken thing, the dead air chicken thing with you right at the very start, but the sort of... <laughs> dead air chicken. I told you, can you, explain, you can explain that to your uh, to your listener. Well, my listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, dead air chicken is basically when you have like a dead air when you're not speaking and normally speaking. You can actually use this in real life if you're like a, an interview a job interview or just talking to someone, you can actually have the power by not saying anything. And then they feel so awkward, they have to reveal something. But what they do reveal is something they're not expecting to say. So it's quite a good technique. Very, um, a bit of a dodgy way of doing it, but it's a good way of doing it. So um, I'm glad that you taught me that. There's going to be, a, I feel like there's going to be a lot of dead air chicken. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be like every five minutes is going to be some sort of stupid thing like that. <laughs> that's the new. That's the new podcast game. Is uh, just be as silent as you can and shout dead air chicken when you give up. Yeah, that's it, and that's certainly I've got a forfeit or something like that. We could do some crazy, crazy, craziness. So, how are you getting on anyway? All good. All good. I'm actually. I've treated myself today. Actually, I've actually treated myself to a bottle of wine today. No. Oh. I went to shot. I thought to myself, we're in a crazy situation, but um, the corona, the COVID stuff, but I went and bought myself a nice bottle of wine. So it's quite nice. It's are, you going for, are you going for corona sophistication? Are you? Is that corona sophistication. I have to do that. So, um, but, but you don't drink though nowadays, do you? You've, you've come up with a, a yearly not drinking Friday. Is that right? A yearly not drinking Friday, where I only don't drink on Fridays. Well, you don't, the, the not, other you... six days of the week, I'm a complete alcoholic. No, I, it's a sober. <laughs> it's a sober 2020. So from the sober. first, of, from the first of January until the end of the year, I'm planning to not drink. But uh, that started to get quite challenging now. Why though? Why? That's because that is a big show. That's a big ask. To be fair, because that I mean, not well, for some people it might not be who are not used to it, but for someone who's obviously likes to go out and have a few beers and chill out and all that. Not saying you're a raving alky, but you actually like kind of just a normal person. But what, what what's the what's the reason behind that? What's going on there? I th- I just found the hangover started to get worse as I get older, and uh, I, it's that feeling afterwards that I don't enjoy. So I thought I'll try going for one year if I can do. I mean, I'm pleased to have done what three months now. Um, you know, so although with the sunny weather coming in, I'm like, well, all I want is a cider. So you know. Um, yeah, and when you're sat at home, that's it. it makes it equally difficult. But yeah, no. So the why I just I just got finished with the hangovers. To be honest, oh, is it? Seeing that the hangovers are a killer. I'm going through two day hangovers at the minute. Two days. I think that that just kills me. It kills me. Yep. So it's, <laughs> it's, it just kills me. I can't handle it. The thing is, I'm your worst enemy because when I go out, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like to go out and have a few beers and all that sort of stuff, but I don't. Can I, the next day, 
you're kind of supposed to like, can I have a few drinks and water and all that sort of stuff? So yeah, but I don't because I'm just an idiot. So I don't get over that. Yeah, I don't. I I just it's just not. It just I, the nights out were never as bad. Were never as good as the how bad the hangover was the next day. And I think that's uh, that's where I sort of lost it. So, but yeah, no, but uh, you know, I I found there's been a lot of good positives to uh, not drinking anyway. So, uh, so you know, sort of I started sort of playing golf this year. I sort of. Um, doing things outside of drinking, so it's been a lot more fun, to be fair. So I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not missing it. The only time I'm missing it is when uh, the sun's out and you've got the barbecue on and you want to have a cider. Uh, yeah, that's it. And so when you say that you're not missing it, what what would you say would be the highlight and the lowlights of doing it? I mean, you delved on a little bit there, but what would you kind of go in a little bit more detail? Well, I mean, the highlight is what is the highlight of not drinking, not being hungover. And the low light of not drinking is not being, not be, not the silly, the silliness. You know, you lose that, <laughs> you lose, the, you lose the silliness out of life. Just a little bit, you know, just you know that excuse to be a little bit nuts. A little yeah. bit not because everyone's got a drunken alter ego, don't they? That's it. Yeah. Well, you know, sort of. I've met you know yours, Super Dave, and uh, you know, and uh, I'm not a big fan of mine now. You know, I think I'm too, I'm too old to be getting away with it. Uh, to be getting away with it. So. So, yeah. so it comes it comes a lot uh, uh, across as less uh, cheeky now and just more fucking annoying to be honest you know <laughs> it does, it? so it's yeah to to i used to age. be used to be like uh cheeky and sort of like laugh and you know now you just now you just get people like grow up man so yeah, you know so, yeah. yeah when you're in your 20s you can get away with stuff yeah. like that can't you you keep like hey look at me i'm fucking just being a knobhead but when you get into like your 30s that we are People start to look at us going, dude, you're a father, man. What are you doing? The last time I went out <laughs> drinking uh, properly with a few friends, I ended up going home with a 10-pin bowling ball. Uh, no, no, 10-pin <laughs> bowling pin, sorry. 10-pin bowling pin. <laughs> Did you get that? I had to run down the alleyway to get it. <laughs> and then walk back home with, with, with this thing under my arm. You know, it's just, it's not big and it's not clever, but it's, you know, it's just a stupidity and uh, I'm too old to be getting away with it, really. It's all good fun, though. That's fair. No, that's fair enough. It's good fun. It's to be fair, that's a big shout. So you've got a you've got a long way ahead. Of you think you'll do it? Uh, I hope so. You know, there's no pressure on it. You know, I'm pleased that I've done three months. You know, so um, well, you're a quarter of the way through. Exactly. And when you say twenty <laughs> quick maps, when you say when you say quarter, it does feel like a, a long time. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's a, you know, but it's it's only now just starting to feel like ah uh, maybe like you know. So I'm not really struggling yet, sir. So. Hopefully, I can make it all the way through. Well, we've got August to contend with. We've got yeah. August to contend with. That's the main sticking point, to be fair. Are you only saying that because it's your birthday? Basically, yes. Yeah. Um, it's it's a, it's a massive birthday. It's a huge um, moment for me. Was it 43? <laughs> it's 21, mate. Mm-hmm. 21. So for 21st, and I'd like you to be part of it. Yeah, but yeah, but I'd have to want to be part of it. Oh, no, was... anyway, anyway, anyway. But yeah, um, but yeah, no. So, um, so, I mean, I wanted to, I, the reason I wanted to get you on here is a lot, because I know you've got, you, you, you've, you've been doing a lot recently. You've been doing a hell of a lot the past few years, and I want to really kind of catch up with you and go through stuff. But I want to, this stuff that's going on now, we've got the, the coronavirus and the COVID-19. I don't want to dwell too much on it, because I think everyone's getting sick of it, but it's a big, it's a big subject. And I, I think we it'll be a shame for us not to go through it all. We're currently in lockdown at the minute. We're stuck indoors. We're not doing much. And it's it's annoying. I mean, I did a podcast before my previous episode regarding the future of that, plugging it. So um, mm-hmm. if you've not had a chance to listen to it, guys, have a listen to it. Adam, have you listened to it? I haven't listened to it, you know. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, I've listened uh, to the first episode. I enjoyed that. You listened to the first one. But that's okay. That's okay. I, I can understand you. I'll, I'll put the check in the mail for you. But... Um, so, well, this thought, how are you guys coping? Because I know you've got a small family, you've got a young family. How are you guys coping? Your end? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's not not a big lifestyle change for us because we already work from home. So, um, we, you know, we we are able to sort of um, isolate fairly well anyway. But you know, it's just sort of shopping and stuff. But yeah, I, I think like I say, you can't you can't get away from not talking about it. Although I think you know, sort of sometimes people are looking for an outlet just to sort of look away from. A nice can of beer that you got cracking up on it over and over there. 
<laughs> was that obvious? That was. I was trying my hardest not to make it obvious to be on here. But uh, no, I mean, I almost thought night. I almost thought that was on purpose, and you know, it made me instantly thirsty. Um, no, but, <laughs> um, I what I should have done is that it when you were actually talking about yeah. that, I just opened it up. Yeah, no, I, th- I feel like doing it five minutes after it was actually worse. So yeah, well played. But um, but no, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So you can't really breeze past it, the coronavirus. But you know, I think people are looking for an outlet. Um, to to but. Uh, we did. We did have to go. Uh, well, I did have to go out shopping today, and um, sort of, you know, as you drive past, you see. I did see one group in my fifteen-minute trip to the foot shop. I did see one group of people, which probably shouldn't have been that close. So you do get a few people that are sort of a bit silly, but you do have. Um, but you know, you do see quite a few people who they're out on bike rides, they're out on walks, they're doing things that they're probably out with their kids. You saw a lot of people going out exercising with their kids, which I imagine. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, how often I don't remember seeing that particularly regularly in Ipswich. So, you know, I, I, I do wonder that, you know, what positive impacts there are coming out of this. So there's lots and lots of negatives going on. Unfortunately, lots of people dying and stuff like that and getting ill. But, you know, there, hopefully there will be a few positives um, sort of sort of come from it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they are. And there's also there's the, you know, sort of something that I've been speaking about as well is, uh, you know, the appreciation people are starting to recognise. Uh, roles and value in roles which they've never looked at before you know whether it's care assistants yeah. and nurses and people in the NHS you know uh, you know your bus drivers the bin men you know there's so many different places where it's you know what these are the roles that you need to function and these people should hopefully be put on more of a pedestal than what they are as opposed to maybe you know sort of celebrity and stuff like that but you know but um yeah I mean I can understand what you completely agree with what you're saying there regarding the 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 lifestyle. Oh my little soapbox there, I just realised there, but No, nah, no, nah, <laughs> not at all. That's this is what the platform's here for, you know, this is what I'm here for. Vents away. But when you I completely understand when you have like um uh, appreciation for the different sectors in your NHS and all that sort of stuff, completely agree with that. I c- I think that is without a doubt the best thing ever. You know what I mean? But also, it also highlights other aspects of it. The people, the, what I've mentioned before in the, the previous podcast is how fragile the economy has become and how much we like uh, rely on jobs and people who do these sort of jobs. Not just in the NHS, so it speaks, we rely on them every day, even without this, even more so now. But what we do rely on more are your sort of thing as you talked about your bin men, your postman, even your drivers, delivery drivers mm. and your um, HGV drivers yeah. who are basically getting that. And then also your supermarkets rely so much on yes, them. And now, yeah, and then it's just like so much is like you, you take it for granted. You take it for granted walk into a shop and getting what you want and come back out again. Yeah. And uh, but now it's I mean all changed. It's different. Yeah. And, we, and to, to be honest, I've gone into you know the last two times that I've I've gone every other week i think i've gone shopping and the you know the people at the till are always very chatty they're always very willing to to have a chat but you know they are very they've, they've said a lot of the interactions they have they've had a lot of negative interactions you know where people have sort of <coughs> swore at them and you know there's there's a severe lack of understanding that of, of you know what they're trying to do people aren't people aren't being rude to you when they're trying to enforce people mm-hmm. you stand two meters away from a, another customer they're, they're trying to get you to respect the rules you know um, but pe- yeah. people, people are, you know, because he he had to tell me to stand further back from the person in front of me just because I was mindless. I had my, I had my headphones in. I walked to the till, and I went to put my stuff down on the till behind this woman because that it just wasn't in my mind. He said, you know, yeah, can you stand back? Can you stand back? And like, you know, he was very direct about it. But I think you know, there's, I think you know, he sort of said he had had the same conversation with with other people, and you know, they would get quite um sort of upset and feisty with it and you know and and that happened with that that kind of conversation happened with both both the people so i you know the people in supermarkets are having a hell of a time so you know you gotta have hats off to them hopefully that gets better now like i think a lot of the panic buyers have stocked up on everything they can stock up on and hopefully don't come out for another six months you know Um, (laughs) well i don't know they've probably stocked up enough they've probably been using toilet paper that i was going to say whatever building toilet paper forts because they've got so much of it yeah, <laughs> that's it. So they're probably running out by now. Yeah. So but the thing is, I've been going back into the shops and I've seen that the, that the the shops are actually now stocking up. They're now starting to recover. The reason, I mean, coming from it from my point of view, because I'm from logistics and all that sort of stuff, is I was reading an article the other day there from 
I can't remember where it was from. It was, on, uh, it was MSN, NBC sort of mm. thing. And what they're saying was the the, 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 the amount of growth, the amount of buying that was happening when all this kicked off was twice the amount on the week before Christmas. Yeah. Now, you can imagine the week before Christmas is fucking mental anyway. Yeah. Everyone's gone crazy. Now, double that. And if you know anything about like, supply chain trends and all that sort of stuff, the shops don't do that. They don't, they don't accommodate. They think this time of year is a quiet month. It's a quiet time of yeah. year. Nobody's going to go out and go mental. So... They had no idea this was going to happen. And this is where the panic came from. They're saying, oh, we've got no food left, got no food left. I go, yeah, we have. It's all in the depots, like over in Northampton or up north, wherever it is, the NDCs. It's all there. But it's just because you guys are buying so much of it, we're struggling to keep up with the trend. Yeah. And that was where it all came. It doesn't help the media kicking in, giving it, oh, yeah, we're not doing this, we're not doing this, everything's going to go to shit. You're like, come on, man. So it's, it's a massive... Um, I don't want to say, well, I want to say a conspiracy there. I was going to mm. say there, but it's a massive kind of um, panic for nothing sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the shops are now starting to stop themselves up. It's looking a lot better now. That was one of the times though where social media didn't help because it, you know everyone was putting their pictures on Facebook about sort of empty shelves, and that was just pu- fueling the fire of like we've got to go Cosmos. down there because you know there's no food. You know the yeah. shelves are empty, so that, that really sort of stoked the fire, but. Um, you know, you, you know me, I like a good conspiracy anyway. <laughs> I tell you, this is the problem when you're actually stuck at home and all that sort of stuff, and you're actually doing these things. You start to look at the YouTube, I always talk to yourself about the YouTube rabbit yeah. hole. And you start watching one video, yeah. next thing you know, you next one thing you know, you're watching these kind of crazy videos on whatever it is, mm-hmm. or the hot ones that I like to listen to or watch. Uh, and then the next thing you know, you're watching a video from a conspiracy about how the Mayans are taking over the world in 2525 or something like that. You know, you're like, what the hell am I watching right the, now? The, th- the oh. trouble with these things is that you watch these things and then you come away thinking that you know something that nobody else does. And, you know, <laughs> it's just never true. It's just, you know. <laughs> it's like, I'm like talking, the, the, the lizard people, yeah. they were the ones that built yeah. the pyramids. Why do you know that? Because I watched a YouTube <laughs> video on it from some guy in Texas somewhere, you know. But no, uh, yeah, like it's not. Um, yeah, no, it's not. It's 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 just better to stay, to try and steer clear. But you know, I'm sure there's got to be some, you know. But it, it, even if you, the trouble is, even if you find that if you come across, if you had the smoke gun of a conspiracy, what the hell are you going to do with that? You know, what you know? Who are you going to? You're going to create a YouTube video, and you're going to become you're going to become the guy with the tinfoil hat. That's what that's what's going to happen. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like who's going to believe yeah. you? Who's going to? It's like that's what they say. It's like the typical men in black, um, funny like the thing that they do. The only way they actually get to know about like kind of UFOs and all that sort of stuff is from like the Inquirer, mm. which is like a you, know, you wipe your ass with that sort of paper sort of thing. You know what I mean? That's where they get the leads from because that's where they can only get it, and that's where you will be part of that craziness. Yeah. But it's but it's cool. But thing is, though, when it comes down to because I know you're you're a big advocate about like kind of mental health and all that sort of stuff. And I know you're, you're very passionate about it and you're always like kind of helping everyone out. That's one of your things you do with your business, which we'll touch on later on. What do you think about the, the, the mental health side of things that's going to affect a lot of people? Because they're stuck indoors, it's isolated. They don't know what to do. They're, they're, they're not going to work. They're anxious of what's going to happen in the future. I mean, what, what would you, what, have you been combating that? Have you, have you had anything like that at all or you know someone that's been like well, that? I speak to um, a lot of I mean well, I mean, if I know someone like you know I think me Sam like my family like you know like any I think we're I think we'd all be crazy not to feel some kind of um, concern and worry about you know this the whole the whole situation because it, it shows how fragile the system is and how fragile we all are you know there's a you know there's that there's that thing to come to contend you know so this is an un- unimaginable yeah. situation to to any of us you know sort of three four months ago um but you know to, to us even for me you know a month ago you know unimaginable so you know it, but um but you know a, a lot of our, uh, our our care team you know they're worried because they're you know going out on the front line and you know it's a, it's human it's, it's hugely scary um so yeah, you know, I've definitely experienced people who have got, uh, you know, sort of uh, a lot of anxiety about the situation. Um, you know, you, you get a little bit ill and you start worrying worrying about, you know, is this is this the virus or am I just or have I just got 
um, sort of yeah. a chest infection or symptoms, you know. Um, you know, so it's yeah, it's a very difficult, um, a very difficult situation, you know. But it's like I say, there's um, I think people are sort of they're taking their, you know, a lot of people are sort of looking at this hour, uh, hour of exercise, and they're taking up, taking, uh, you know, that that up, and that's going to be having a huge positive impact on on people that are doing that. And like I say, there's you know, I saw a lot of mums going out with their sort of kids running or biking and stuff like that, and so you know. There's going to be, you know, closer. There's going to be a lot of positive, you know, positives come out of the relationships and stuff like that. So, of course, it is. Yeah, it's just all. It's just that the people that are on their own. It's really the worrying oh, thing about yeah. it. I mean, the one thing that I've always like, I've been an advocate of, is like when it comes to stuff like this. Um, a lot of people will be like, "Oh, this is a free holiday. I'm going to set my feet up. I've got like four, five, six months, six weeks, sorry, to sit there, feet up, watch a bit of telly, do nothing." And just wait for the world. I'm getting paid. They might be on furlough. They might be getting 80% or some of them might be even lucky and get 100%. But then they're sitting there going, this is a great time to just sit and do nothing. And this is the problem I have with people because a lot of people are like that. They're lazy. They get too complacent. They get too content. They don't understand that usually, they don't understand that this time will never happen again no. for them. This is a perfect time to do whatever you want, yeah. to do stuff that can actually benefit you in more ways than one, and a lot of people are not taking advantage of that. I think there's, I think there's, I uh, there's, you know, in times. Uh, I mean, like, we've never been in times like this, and that hopefully there will be opportunities for for people to do to do something that they've never done before. But you know, but going back to the mental health thing and sort of being on your own, obviously, you know, so I mean, that's kind of your situation in terms of be, you know, sort of you're living alone and stuff like that. How does that affect you? It's been all right, actually. To be fair, I mean, I'm I'm used to being. I'm a bit of a I'm a bit more sociable person or that sort of stuff. And I like to like kind of talk to people. And it's obviously the industry that we're, we're both in sort yeah. of thing. And um, this has been an outlet for me as well, doing the podcast and stuff. It's been a good outlet to chat yeah. to people and get their experiences. That's been an outlet. And it's obviously been helpful having like different means of chance people like and talking to people like house parties. House parties really like, good, yeah. up. Although I, I, I haven't actually up. looked into it, but like, um, but I understand that was some kind of, I don't know, do you know anything about how the security, apparently the security concerns about house party? Is that a, is that a fact? I saw that. I saw that. Um, because, well, I think, I think, I don't know if they're owned by Snapchat or they have influences because you can hook your Snapchat up oh, to right. that affiliate. So I don't know if they're owned or that. But a lot of people were saying, oh, yeah, they, they, they steal all your data. There's no way in hell. How can they do that? How can they steal all your data and hack in your phone? There's no I'm way sure you can do can, that. But I'm sure. But how can they? Well, if they are, they're very clever at it. Or do you think they're Huawei or whatever the thing you know what I mean? Well, no, I don't. Th- I don't think anything. You know, I, I, to be honest, I don't know anything about it. You know, but I, but I saw, I saw, yeah. I saw a headline, and I try not to read too much into that. But like, I just wondered if that was like a, a, um, you know, a fact, or if, if there was some kind of. It's just, it's just scaremongering again. Whenever you see stuff blown up, you see it with Facebook all the time. You see it with Instagram. You see it with LinkedIn. All these really popular apps. There's always somebody that's going to be sitting there giving it. Oh yeah, they're necking your data because that's the go-to thing. Data is massive right now, so they say that it's the most expensive commodity, even above oil. So as soon as you say, "Oh, they neck your data because it's so popular," that could have been leaked by anyone. Could have been leaked by a competitor. Yeah. No, we're going down right down the rabbit hole now, aren't we? We, we are. <laughs> and I d- yeah, like I, I, I did but notice that after that, quite a few people um, who I had on my friends list were then deleted users. They de- they deleted their accounts. There must have been uh, there must have been something to have like to, there must have been something to carry some weight I, I should think. Yeah, you're always going to get something that's going to sit there and carry a little bit of weight to it and all that sort of stuff and do that and scaremonger and have all that sort of stuff. You get that all the time though. I don't think there is anything bad with it because it's all it's doing is video oh. calling. That's it. You don't put in uh, yeah, I, th- I think um, me and my sister had a conversation. Uh, I think it was about podcasting, and she started getting uh, this was on there. And I think she said and said that she started getting some sponsored ads. Um, but I, you know, I, I think they're likely to pick up keywords and stuff like that to use for advertisers. I don't think you know, and you, you most of us do allow permissions for them to sort of to te- to record and stuff like that, don't they? So uh, I don't think it's from the app. I think it's from yeah. the phone. I strong because you always see because whenever you, um, I don't know because I've got an iPhone, and uh, whenever you download, you always say, "Would you be willing to obviously give back feedback so you don't get like 
ads and all that. You can actually have that on your phone. So it picks up what you say. Yeah. Of course it does. I mean, I've got a, I've got a new Alexa, and I was looking at an article the other day there saying that Alexa picks up on what you say. And every now and again, that starts flashing at me. And I've not said yeah. anything. So I'm going, like, what the hell is this picking up? So it's like people listening. So it's, it's, uh, it's a weird thing. I just, weird I just thing. Googled it and had to have a little look. And there's a, how true it is, but like, uh, it, I just picked a, there's a guy called Jake Moore, apparently cybersecurity specialist at ESET. No idea what that is. But he said, when an app is free, yeah. it could often mean that your data is the actual prize, which I think is an interesting thing to say. Like that's so yeah so whatever that means so if it's so nothing's actually free that's an old saying nothing in this world's free nothing's free no, that's true no, there's no that's, such thing that's as free what lunch. I was trying to get to yep so it's a bit fucking crazy isn't it but yeah I wouldn't say anything bad it's not gonna well what was the thing is a lot of people are just like what is your how is your data gonna be used just because you get ads is that a bad thing no usually usually there usually it's tailored to what you're interested in so usually that can be a good thing can't it so um i don't know yeah, exactly it's it's it's, just, it's, it's when it's just misused way. um for political reasons and uh, which i think that i think people like you know yeah. obviously we're this is you know the technology is changing quickly and you know sort of things has got to catch up you know you have to have learning experiences like from 2016 and stuff like that don't you you know um so yeah of course you know i, I you know so yeah i think there was you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't, finish, but, didn't, finish, didn't finish that thought. You know, the thing is, just, you, you, you lost yeah. it a little bit. There, I, was, I, was, I, was re, I, was, I was still reading <laughs> this house party, uh, this house party uh, article. Yeah, is that what you do? Oh, okay, just let me know when you're doing that. <laughs> talking. You can do your little business and just kind of informative the, the, the listeners to say, Oh, Adam's actually thinking about something, he's actually reading something, but. When it comes to, do you know the thing, right? We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. We actually talked about this last week. With I'm going to go, I'm going into the, there's, there's obviously main things you shouldn't really talk about. And there's obviously politics. And I'm going to dive into this a little bit. I'm going to hit the, 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 the politics just briefly. Well, Boris and the Conservatives right now, they've had a lot of slack when they first came in. But I honestly think they're fucking doing a great job. Yeah, I think they're doing. I think they're doing a good job. I think it's a difficult thing to say. Like I think they're doing a, as good a job as what, you know, you've got nothing to compare it to, but I don't, I don't see, I don't That's see it. the options that were available to us as having the experience or the knowledge to do a better job. So, you know, I like, uh, you know, and that's yeah. not, I mean, like to, to be honest, I've, I mean, I have no political association to anyone. I, I've just, I don't, I don't, I like it the way you yeah, get that. that yeah, because I don't want, but you know, like, but that, it, it is. We do live in a world like that. It's like, oh, you're conservative, so you know, you're of course you're going to say, oh, you're Labour, you're yeah. only going to be going to say that. And you know, I think you know anyone who anyone who has an allegiance to one particular party, everything they say is right, is wrong fifty yeah. percent of the time. You know, like because there isn't a political party that's right all of the time. You know, so I think I think the Conservatives <laughs> have done a good job with what they've got in front of them. You know, I think that you know, I I feel that they've. They've they've done something. They've tried. You know, there's people out there on furlough that are receiving eighty percent of their wages when it could have been nothing. You know, it you know it it, it could have yeah. been. You know, so I think they've done a lot. They've done a lot for the people who are self-employed. They've they've uh, you know I I I feel like it's a very difficult balancing act that they've that they've got to do. They've got to save lives. They've got to keep the problem within the capacity of the NHS, and they have to. Um, and they have to have a, an economy to come back to because just as many people, if not more people, die from the economy going to zero. You know, so it's um, you know, so it's it's a uh, yeah, so it's a very difficult balance and act. And you know, so anyone who says that they've done an awful job, and you know, probably they could have done things earlier. Probably they, you know, they, there's other things that they could be doing or have done or you know should be thinking about. You know, what people are going to make mistakes, and I think you know. Um, you know, so I think that you know it's good to hold them accountable. Uh, you know, and they and they need people asking questions. But you know, the the people who I see who are sort of outrightly saying, "Oh, they're just terrible," and my guy would have done better, is just wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's a crazy time. As you mentioned before, it's like nothing's really ever happened like this. We can't yeah, compare no, it to anyone. Just, oh, well, not time. that I know of, anyway. I mean, I'm, you know, 
Well, no, well, it's yeah. never had. It's not a non-modern generation we are now. The modern times that we've got. So, we the, the thing is, is what's tr- the, the the troubling part is, is when you the the economy and all that sort of stuff, they always go off previous trends and previous history. They haven't got that now. So, literally, this is the reason why the everyone's panicking because they don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't think that we're going to suffer badly from this coming out of the 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 lockdown and the coronavirus and all that sort of stuff's now gone. Everyone, I've, I've heard different things. I've heard one person saying, oh yeah, well, it's going to be a massive boom. Everyone's going to go back to normal. Then I've heard another person saying, oh, we're going to be crippled. You know um, what I mean? And my point, at my point of view, I think it's going to be good for a couple of weeks, for a couple of, or maybe even a month, and then it's going to hit rock bottom again. Because it doesn't, you, you can't go back straight away like click click your fingers and go back to normal it has to be a gradual process to get back to normal and people don't understand well, I don't that even, I, I mean i don't even know what normal is yeah i don't think what normal will be again because i don't think i don't think that it will be i don't think you can have normal like it was before something something has to change mm. because you know this is this is this has affected the entire world like something in the macro is going to changing people like you know in terms of how hopefully you know positively you know people as a general consensus are going to be feeling more positive about each other be a bit friendly with with one another and appreciate having that freedom to go outside and do things that you want to do you know hopefully it just as uh, you know as a country and as a world will be a bit more appreciative for the freedoms that we do have and the the luxuries we have because you know sort of i know we're all missing it now being able to go outside you know yeah exactly um so i, but I don't you know uh, first of all i don't know how long i mean when do you think that the lockdown finishes or when do you think that we go back to normal how long what process or how long do you think that'll be uh, do you know what i too feel i wish it was this weekend you know i mean i do wish it was this weekend with this weather with this weather i mean i we had i had a barbecue tonight so oh, that was you? nice but do you know what it would have been you know but I'd have liked to have gone and played golf this afternoon and come back for the barbecue. That's the difference. That's it. I mean, <laughs> it's the thing is, it's a golfing thing then, playing the barbecue. But I don't know. I think it's not, I think it's going to go up. I'm going to look at uh, what date we are. We're on April now. I'm going to see at the end of May. They've gave, the government have gave all the people that are on furlough and all that sort of stuff up until June. They've gave up until June. And yeah. they, they predict everyone's going to be better by June. Um, they've pumped a lot of money into the economy. They've pumped a lot of money for us to do this. Billions and billions and billions of pounds into doing this. Are they going to extend it if it keeps extending? Because there's a lot of people that are saying it's going to last six months. And I'm just like, well, we it, it, literally, it can't last six months because we'll be broke. We'll, be, we'll basically be fucked. Well, I think Rishi said that, you know, if they need to extend it, they will, didn't he? Didn't he? You know, whatever, whatever, whatever it takes is what he said, wasn't it? Yeah, whatever it takes. But the thing is, though, that they're delving into a pot that could be diminishing very very quickly day by day well i I imagine i imagine if if a lot of people are on furlough and that that will be diminishing very very quickly well the thing is the people on furlough i honestly think that i I mean i'm I'm going back to my previous one because i did this all about my previous podcast i don't want to go too much into it but they actually i actually think that people on furlough really need to take an evaluation of what they're up to and actually look at elsewhere as a plan b because the thing is the reason why they're on furlough is because there's not enough money to keep them going so They've kept them in furlough. If furlough wasn't an option, they would have been made redundant. Simple as that. That's the, yeah. the cold fact of the matter is. So what's going to say that when they go back, when all this has started, this is what I'm saying. It's like they can't go straight back into the jobs because the, 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 the company they work for, fair enough, they've got people who are working for them right now, working from home. But what they're doing right now is, is skills and manning. But are they getting the money in? Are they get, it's not going to be like the normal thing. They're going to get money coming in, but not as much. So yeah. there's, is there going to be, say for like companies, like for my company sort of thing that I work with, there's 30 people, 30, 40 people working with us and now there's only 10. When all this finishes, straight away from day one, are they going to have enough money to keep these other 20 straight on off the bat? No, of course they're not. In a business point of view, of course they're not. So they're now going to have to evaluate saying, right, are we going to actually bring these people back on? There's a doubt. There's a doubt there. So I honestly think that this is a perfect time to possibly pivot and do something different at the eleven, use this opportunity as I mentioned before. Use this opportunity to do something different because you've now you got this. You'll never have this ever again. This is a prime example. If you're not happy in what you do for a living, and not happy in a job, and not happy in your life, do something about it because this is the perfect time to do it. Because yeah, I think there's online online universities. This might be wrong, but you know, but um, but 
I'm very sure like online universities are offering uh, free courses or uh, greatly reduced courses and stuff are, for people yeah. to retrain. So the art as well, you know. So yeah, so you know, there's there's uh, there's definitely going to be support out there. You've just got to go out there and look. It is, it is. So it's it's going to be an interesting time. It's going to be a, a, a nervous time, but we're the greatest British public. To be fair, we've been through worse than this. You know what I mean? We've been through wars. We've been through all this sort of stuff. We can we, we'll come out fine. I think. We I can I, I find it interesting when people say that because it wasn't my generation that that fought those wars, and it wasn't. And usually, it wasn't the generation who preached that kind of uh, mentality either. You know, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like. Uh, you know, and when I say world wars, I know that you've, I know that you have partaken and and fought for this country. So, but you know, um, so you know, and thank you for that. But you know, but I, but when we're talking about world wars, you know, there's a, there's just a lot of people that say, oh, you know, we came through the world war, and it's like, well, you know, like you know, there's the the best generation, uh, you know, much much further above above us that that did. Um, but you know, but uh, you know, we 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 need to prove ourselves as to having that resolve ourselves now and you know that means staying indoors when you're when you're asked to and you know sort of uh, trying to look after each other and out for each other in your community because all you can do is look after the people within your little community and your family so you know that's what we should be concentrating on but definitely definitely completely understand that stay at home kids and adults don't be dickheads especially over this bank holiday weekend and if you are we'll grass you up to the feds Simple as that. But open the golf courses. Yeah, but open the golf courses. <laughs> Do you fear it? Why can't I'll go on my own. Courses? I'll go on my own. I'm happy. Just open them. The so, uh, thing is, though, you can open a golf course as long as it's more than, no more than, what, like two people. I think you can get away with open golf courses, couldn't you? Right, what, you open a golf course for two people? Well, no, like two people around. If you've got two people playing around a golf, just on their own, they're saying... You could definitely maintain, you could definitely, yeah. uh, like, if you went around in even pairs, like, you know, I mean... It's difficult, like yeah. I mean, you could go on your, you can go on your own, you know. Yeah. But even in 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 doubles, you know, just you know, you can easily maintain a two meter. But the, the thing is, you know, when when does it stop? You know, if you, yeah. it, the, 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 it's a safer option to slam the door shut because as soon as you crack the door, you know, it, it, you start they start leaving an excuse for, you know, every other sport to start um to start sort of complaining saying, and saying so, if it's yeah. one rule for them why is yeah. it different for us we've exactly. got this that that about. so it's, it's better to just shut the door and lock the door than it is to um than to than to sort of leave a crack in it so yeah, unfortunately exactly. unfortunately yeah but you bait though you even saw me uh you actually said a very you've made a little kind of putting green in your back garden haven't you yes yeah <laughs> it's not the most what was it's... your idea what was the idea you had again what was it the, the video, the video golf, the, the video, uh, the video golf, the oh, I can't remember what it was, the video garden golf championship or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> something like that, you know. So basically, people video in and see how how many yeah, strokes it takes you know, again. Exactly, you know. But yeah, but then to be fair, with uh, with uh, with our with our garden, it's uh, it's not exactly a golf course. And, yeah, uh, it's and, not uh, and uh, Andrews, and, is it? And, and, and it's pretty rough, to be fair. So you know, <laughs> uh, you know, you can cut you can cut the grass as many times as you want. You know, you're playing out of the rough. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, chip and pen, chip and pen, I love it. <laughs> but um, so I mean, I want to delve into a little bit about because people don't probably probably won't know who you are. If they do know who you are and are listening, welcome. But if they don't know who you are, give us a heads up. We we we've we've dealt into. You're a businessman, obviously. You've uh, you're into recruitment. We've delved in that. So, give a little bit of background of what you've been up to. Background of what I've been up to. Yeah, what? Because obviously you're a business owner. Yeah. Tell me about what's happened there. What happened with the business and stuff? What what's what's your business? What you've been up to? How you've been doing it? Yeah, well, so it's it's a it's a it's a Carla Healthcare. So we're a, a very small family run. Uh, care agency just based in Suffolk. So you know our focus is very much on um on providing quality care, but you know my passion is very much care care workers. So it's about sort of trying to provide a, a an employment which is, I think, um, appropriate, and that goes, uh, you know, that that includes money, but it's not the only thing. It's about being treated as a professional and being treated <laughs> with respect, you know, and you know, it's it's that feeling. I th- I think we're making some good strides. I think like one of the big positives out of um, coronavirus <coughs> is that. You know, we we you know we've been very active in in for, for since we've been going. We've been going since 2017. So, um, but you know, we've been 
very good at sort of looking after our care team, but the impact that uh, coronavirus is having to really raise awareness of the work, the key role that people are playing, um, not just in care, um, you know, the, that it's hopefully going to lift um, lift the view of the public and so that so that people can say, look, do you think national living wage is an appropriate pay rate for somebody who gives their all to care for somebody else? Yeah. And I would argue that that's not, you know, and um, and, you know, and it's trying to find out, OK, well, what what is considered fair? And, you know, for, for me, there's a, a, you know, I think you already know about the Living Wage Foundation, you know, so I'm not going to teach you to suck eggs, but, you know, but, the, you know, obviously with the Living Wage Foundation, they set a, they set a, uh, a rate based on what they believe is a, is a, is a, is an uh, appropriate um, income. And that includes, you know, sort of uh, up-to-date information on bills and stuff like that. Uh, and it allows money to, to live, you know, not just to survive. And so, yeah. Um, you know, so uh, you know, so we we try to make sure that we're always achieving that and stuff like that, and trying to, uh, yeah, we we you know, so we we work to we work to try and provide the best care services that we can. We I, I try to provide uh, the kind of employment um, that I would have liked to have had uh, when I was an agency carer. You know, uh, so that's um, yeah, that's the that's what's important to me. Wow, I tell you what, um, your check is in the mail. I expect. What, what, what check? This is the second time you've said that my check is in the mail, and I'd like to—I'd like to have it received two checks. That's fine. But, no, I said my check is in the mail. That's a yeah. hell of a plug. No, that's cool. That's cool. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were sending me a check. I thought, well, okay, well, there we go. Christ, yeah. no, Jesus Christ, that's a, the Scottish stereotype is actually true when it comes to me. I get that from my dad. <laughs> you know, it's um. But when you come and you said you started your own business, and I, I love, I re really, really respect someone who starts their own business, and I think that's not just because I did before. Obviously, I had a, a few issues there, but still, um, what really kind of motivated you to start your business, though? What was it that really kind of you sat there and went, "I want to start my own business"? What motivated you for that? There was a lot of reasons, um, but you know, the the main ones was you know like like i said i'm very passionate about uh care, care workers i'm you know sort of i was an agency carer for a long time i was a home care assistant for a long time i've worked as a domiciliary care coordinator you know i've i've seen a lot of um you know sort of there, there's been a lot of examples where i felt like things um can be done differently and um and so you know and so you know what it's, it was a, a thing where i was in a position where i could take a take a punt if you like and you know and try to do something differently and whether that works longer term you know who who knows you know we we're going to try and do something really positive in Suffolk to look after agency carers and carers in general uh, and to try and provide the best employment that we can um you know okay. and yeah and hopefully that's something i mean it's something that people you know we we work with uh, people now and they you know they seem to speak very positively uh, about <laughs> us um which is which is great and you know it's something that uh, is you know that's uh, to be honest that's been the most rewarding thing about sort of starting this business is that like you know you, you hear people speaking positively about akala healthcare and you've had people come up to me and say oh, i was recommended to you by you know this person and you know this you know the uh, akala healthcare i mean you know it's a you know it's a it's a, in two year, two and a bit years ago, it was nothing. It was an idea on a piece of paper, you know. And now people are saying, yeah. now people are saying, you need to go and check these people out because you know they they will look after you. And that's a and to, for people to sort of feel that way and um, to feel very positively about what we're doing and to feel that we're making a difference in an area, although albeit small, a small difference. Um, you know, it's 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 something. So you know, and that's uh, yeah, something I'm very honoured to be a sort of part of. So and I can imagine, obviously, very passionate about because obviously, when you were talking, you're incredibly passionate about the subject at hand. Yeah, which is something that actually benefits. If you're not passionate about something, you're obviously not going to be invested in it. And I can tell how you talk about it and how you react to it from obviously offline here as well. When you talk about it, you're incredibly passionate, and obviously Sam as well, which is your partner. Yeah to do that so um that's obviously gonna be great that's fantastic i mean when you you say you want to do things different mm. why did you think that things you wanted to do things how would you go about what was your plan of action really to be fair what was the 
the highs and what was the lows of really starting that sort of plan of action? But a lot of people um, ask that kind of question and they're like, oh, so, you know, what was your big plan? And, you know, we, I'll be honest, we didn't have a, we didn't have a big plan. Like for, for us, it's because I think you can have all the big plans in the world and stuff like that. But, you you know, you, what's the, there's a saying, which I'm not going to get right, but, you know, the, you, you're never going to get started unless you start. And so we just, all, all I know yeah. is that I'm very passionate about, about people um, and I want to do something differently. And I don't necessarily know what that is right now, but you know what, I'm going to get started and I'm going to do something and I'm going to learn as we go. And that's, and that's very much, um, you know, how, how that's very much how we are. You know, we're, I'm very lucky that um, Sam is super organized. Um, so that, that, that helps a great deal. Uh, you know, that's, that, you know, cause um, you know, that, that means that, you know, I can sort of, be creative and try and do things differently and put my energy into people. And, you know, and there's someone there who's like, don't forget this, you know, because <laughs> that, that's, yeah. you know, that, and you, you need that person who, you need that person who's going to, um, you know, sort of run, run for the hill and, you know, and, and sort of, you know, and try and try and, to, to, you know, do things differently, but you need, to, you need somebody to sort of rein you back a little bit as well. So that, you know, I think you get a good balance of, you know, sort of reaching to do something really positive, um, but also making it realistic, you know, and that's, I think that's something where we are, where, you know, we're somewhere, somewhere a good balance between, between, between that, you know, so, um, but yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's been a lot of uh, pluses. I mean, we won a sort of a, a little business award for Mid Suffolk, uh, which was great. That was a, oh, that, fantastic. Well, congrats. That, for that. Was, that was a, that was a good little, but you know, sort of moment. But you know, but to be honest, it's the day to day. You know, um, things that's like I say, it's when you're speaking to people and they say, "Oh, we were recommended to you," and that, that's a you know, like I say, that's this is something that we've started from our kitchen table. So for people to feel very positively to to say, "Oh, look, you know, we want to come work with you because we've heard great things," that's um, it, it means a an awful lot to us both personally. Um, and then you know, there's like I say, there's uh, lots of challenges, and you know, I know you you know you've got you've got experiences of the highs and the lows, the same as what we do, you know, and so um, you know, and last last year was a you know a, you know the first six months of last year was a very challenging time where you know it's yeah. you know it's where you, you know you've got people you know the one thing that's important to me is that people are have always got the work that they always need, and fortunately, um, you know, we've not had a situation where people have said. Have been without that, without that, you know. So um, that's always the situation that's important um, to me. But yeah, there was, you know, there was challenges last year where, where you know, we we seem to um, we seem to not be doing as much work as as what we as what we had been, and and you know, um, but yeah. There's so there's there's highlights, there's lowlights, there's uh, challenges, um, but you know, it's it's uh, it's it's worth it, you know, in in the sense of you know. If if nothing else, you learn a lot. You know that's a. I think that's the. I think that's the thing. You know. Um. Hopefully, hopefully. Um. You know. We we we're successful in what we're trying to do. Um. But regardless, I've learned an awful lot from my from you know sort of the, the two years of doing so. Oh, you're doing not too bad so far. I mean, I've been keeping up to date with your content and stuff like that. And you're very. You're very open on social media with obviously your Facebook, your Instagram posts, and what you're posting up. If no one actually here sees what they're actually doing, please follow them. Um, well, because the stuff that you put out there is is, is top drawer. It's fantastic stuff. It's really. You know, I I, I won't take credit for that because that's um. Yeah, so we've got a uh, 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 one of our care team, and she. Oh really? Yeah, she's 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 um been for the last few months. She's been doing our sort of social media side, and that's part of our sort of plan to. You know, because that's another thing in care is that there's not always. Um, I think there's lots of opportunities for progression in care, but they're not always obvious. So I think there is a little bit of out of the box thinking that we can do to make to create more opportunities in care. Um, uh, but yeah, but that's part of our. That was always part of our one of our promises is that you know we're we're not going to bring somebody and we're going to bring people up and you know so um, you know so yeah that's wow. so that's. Uh, you don't see that much with their companies anymore, like upskilling people nowadays. You know what I mean? They always want to get someone in yeah. who's got that experience already, but they're not willing to invest the time. And it's so refreshing to see a company doing that. Yeah, and you know, and we've been very, very lucky. She's uh, she's just uh, unbelievable. You know, she's just um, you know, so we're very, very lucky, you know, and we're very lucky with all of our care team. 
but yeah but um but yeah so i won't i certainly won't take credit for the social media the social media stuff she's been doing a fantastic job for months now I respect that because it's so easy to turn around and go, yeah, it was all me, you know. Ah, I did it all myself, check me out. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, sort of, you probably would only have to look back a few months at the social, I mean, the social media was okay then, you know, but like, you know, she's she's got it really consistent and really, uh, you know, she's uh, just, I'm not always, uh, I'm not the, you know, sort of, She's just a very creative person in that sense, you know. And, uh, and you do need that, especially in a company like that. If yeah. you're not creative, I've always thought, if you're not the creative one or you're not the business development one, you need to be good at numbers. And if you're not one of them, you have to get somebody else to do it for you. Mm. You know what I mean? Don't, I mean, it's the, the, the one, what's it called? The 80-20-20 rule. You see 80-10-10 rule, <laughs> isn't it? Are you, are you the one that's good with numbers? I'm not good with numbers. So, you know what I mean? It's like, what do you do? You, you've got three things. The main three things in your business, it could be like uh, numbers, creative, and obviously business development. That's the three of me things you kind of really need to have. Yeah. If you're a good business development, but you're shit at numbers, what do you do? You double down on yourself. So you double down on your creative aspect or your business development, sorry, what you're good at, and then get someone else in to do the numbers side of the stuff for yeah. you or the creative side of stuff for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is what a lot of people don't understand. They think, oh, I'm really good. I'm really good at going out and getting business development. So I need to really upskill myself on something else. Yeah. I, I strongly disagree with that. I don't know what you feel, but I strongly disagree. I think you should put money into yourself and build on even more and get somebody else to do the rest of it. Yeah, I agree. That's a, you know, I, yeah, I 100% agree. Put, put your energy into what you're good at, you know, and develop that. I mean, I, I think it depends on how bad you are at, um, you know, sort of the, the side of things, you know, there's probably an element of like, well, if you have the opportunity to upskill yourself to an average level, well, you don't need to be an expert in everything. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't need to be number one in everything. Um, but, you know, but you probably need to understand numbers to a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when it comes down to it, right, obviously, this, obviously, when all this bullshit finishes, the coronavirus, all that sort of stuff shuts down and that sort of stuff. Do you think there's going to be a recruitment boom? Do I think there's going to be a recruitment oh, boom? Do you think it's going to just go normal? What do you think? I've asked this a lot of people to a lot. I've got different answers from this. I'd love to get your take on this. Well, that, do you know, I'm not sure at the moment because I, I, at the moment, I can't see past. I'll be honest. I, get, I haven't got an answer to that because I don't, I don't see past coronavirus right now. You know, I, and the yeah. only reason I say that is because I don't see, I don't see without a vaccine. How you can look past coronavirus, you know? I don't see, you know. My understanding is that they're just trying to keep it within the limits of the capacity of the NHS, because you know, how long does the vaccine take, you know? And so, I mean, and I'm turning the question off, you know. So I'll I'll have a think on that, but you know, in the meantime, I don't see how I, I can't look past coronavirus. Um, you know, I mean, but for me, I don't have, I don't concern myself too much with the with there's going to be a recruitment boom because you know, at the moment, you know, uh. Our care services are needed, you know, and so we're, we're you know, yeah. we're, we're, you know, so we're concentrating on trying to support our clients the best that we can, and um, and you know, and to make sure that our our care team is as safe as possible. They're, they're the things I focus on, to be honest. But like you know, and and like I said, I don't, I don't, I can't, able, you know, I can't see past coronavirus at, uh, in the in the sense <laughs> of trying to predict what's going to happen afterwards because I don't know, you know, uh, when. When does it realistic? Are they saying three months to keep us to keep us within? You know, they, there's they can't. They, I think it's very difficult for them to say a vaccine could take fourteen months, um, and we kind of this is our reality until there's a vaccine, and they're distributing it. Um, so there's yeah. very little, and maybe no. Uh, well, there's going to be. Oh, there's very little um, light at the end of this very long tunnel. Um, yeah, like well, the government's never going to say that. So I, I kind of wonder, are they going to break it down into three-month blocks? Yeah, it's probably possible what they're doing. But when you're talking about vaccine, and you know that actually, you know SARS that came out a few months, a few years back. Yeah. That is actually a that is actually um, a, a form of Corona. That's where coronavirus yeah. came from. It's I think SARS. That, yeah. it's, it's called COVID nineteen because it's part of SARS, and it's actually called officially it's called SARS two. That's what they're talking about. When the scientists call it, they call it SARS two. So does that mean that does that mean you just need twice the vaccine from SARS? 
<laughs> yeah, double the <laughs> dose. But but what they've actually turned around because of when SARS kicked off, that was a huge uh, epidemic. It wasn't a pandemic; it was an epidemic. It really had that. But because they, they they created a vaccine for this, and they, so the good thing about what's going on with the COVID nineteen stuff or SARS two, if you want to be politically correct, but um, they've actually got the research already. They've got it there, down and dusted mm-hmm. um, from the SARS because it's so close to that. So the problem is what they're having is when it comes down to a vaccine, normally a vaccine has to take 18 months to actually do the business. It can, you can create it in a day. You can create it in a day, but it's, the, it's the, 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 the time after. So you need to figure out about what's going to happen to the body after they give it to you. So what's the, uh, what do you call it? Um, what would you call it? So it's the, what happens to the body? Like the side effects. Side effects. Mm-hmm. What's the side effects after? That's why they always say it's 18 months. So they always say, whenever you get a vaccine, it's not going to be available for 18 months almost. They're actually working on a vaccine now. Every country in the world is working on a vaccine. But the problem is, Australia's got one. They've kind of nailed it. They're saying they're testing it already. But they won't be able to kind of mass produce it for an 18 months, officially. But because of what's happened with, obviously, previous with SARS-2, we're already above and forward with that time. So hence the reason why I think there'll be a vaccine very, very quickly because of this, the, 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 sort of set, the, the, the research I've done previously. So I don't think it's going to take long for a vaccine to come through, even though you've got people like reading the Daily Mail and giving all Johnny Big Box saying, oh, no, we're fucked. No, look at the facts. Look at your research. So it will happen quicker than it should yeah, be. Yeah, but, you know, but, you know, how, how long is it, you know, is that, you know, yeah, that's, 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 that's the other reason. I, I, I struggle to see, to think past, like, at the moment, it's, it's almost just dealing with the situation um, sort of in front of you, you know, and um, and uh, hopefully it's hopefully it's a lot quicker than fourteen months, you know. So, you know, anyway, <laughs> I know, right? like that's a, you know, I don't, I don't mean to paint a dark picture there, you know, but it's just a, a sort of you know, um, there, there's just a just an element to me where it just seems like it, you know, I don't I don't see the light. Um, I just don't personally see the light right now. That's all. Yeah, but we. Seem positive. Yep, we keep yeah, keep positive. We keep positive. God, Debbie Downer <laughs> over there. You know, I, mean? I even heard all the enthusiasm come away from your voice when you said that last bit. I was like, oh, I was God. like, yeah, because <laughs> I was having a little, I was, I was having a little look at uh, sort of what the situations with vaccines were whilst we were talking, and 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 as I was reading, I was like, well, I'm. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing bad news. You'll be pleased to know, but at the same time, I haven't found any good news. Where you know, I was hoping to Google. Um, uh, Google it, and, it, and Google just pop up. Good news, Adam. We've just found a cure for coronavirus. But no, it didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. No, it ain't gonna happen. Unfortunately, mate. Unfortunately, right. So we've been rabbiting on for near enough an hour now. So we we'll wrap it up. Adam Story, it's been a pleasure to have you on. By the way, it's been an absolute pleasure. 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 Where can we find huh? you? Give me a heads up. Well, you can uh, follow us on uh, Akala Healthcare on Facebook. Um, we've got Akala Healthcare on on the website. But yeah, but um, but you know, there's, you know, you don't need to find me. <laughs> don't need to find me. <laughs> you don't need to find me. Don't, don't look don't, at me. Don't, don't, don't stalk don't, me. You don't need to find me. I'm in. I'm I'm self isolating. All right, you stay away from me. Uh, no, no, but uh, no, but like you know, but no, it's um, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a joke gone bad, really, wasn't it? But um. It's a very bad joke gone bad. Well, well done. Well, well done, done But yeah, so akalahealthcare.co.uk. Yes. Cool. Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? Akalahealthcare. We're very consistent. We're, you know, no one, no one knows, no one ever used the word Akala in the UK before we did. Oh, well, you got your trademark, did you? Yeah. Well done, because a lot of people probably listen to this going, I'm having some of this. This guy knows what he's talking no, about. No, you know, <laughs> uh, you'll have a problem. <laughs> no, that, that's it. fantastic you mentioned you've got a blog going on yeah so well I've, so i mean in line with my um passion for uh care workers i've started a, a little project um so built, cool. built, a, built a website and um called the uh so it's unappreciated uh, unappreciated carer.co.uk uh and Brilliant. uh yeah so looking to start a very small podcast um which you know um and so that'll be a that 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 will really be a learning experience for 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 anyone who sort of gets involved. So, um, so that will be uh, you know a learning a learn, you know you'll be coming along the journey with me as I try to um, you know sort of learn myself about you know what are the what what does what does being appreciated actually mean you know what what does that actually yeah. mean to all of us as in in health and social care what does it you know um, what 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 makes us feel unappreciated now. 
um and you know what what can we do differently what can we do better you know and um and, you know i think we need to learn what the problems are and what the solutions are before we then start saying you know uh we want more respect we want more money you know we need to we need to go on the journey and to understand what we're actually asking for before we do so so yeah so that would be that would be that would be um what we're doing but yeah that's again we're on facebook uh the unappreciated carer and uh on twitter unappreciated c at unappreciated c so, yeah cool sounds good no problems mate well it's been a pleasure yes. buddy we'll have to do this again we'll need to do this again because it's been a good one i've enjoyed this so we'll start starting it again and uh have a cracking yes, lockdown, you mate. Too. Have a cracking lockdown. I like that. All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye.